The pubic hair cuttings were found after your class went on their toilet break, Tom said pointedly. So it really should be you that calls security to report a tools breach? Tom was the new instructor working next door. He had, like a number of other staff, come from an army career and so had a good sense of both order and hierarchy. I'm sorry, I replied, protective of my small group at the same time as being fairly sure it was one of them. But you have absolutely no way of telling whose hair that is. Could have been there all morning for all we know. So it just as easily could have come from one of your workers. The hair in question was a fairly standard brown. With the exception of the over-sixties, anyone could have done it. Besides, I added, I've just counted my scissors in, and we have a full set. So do we, Naomi, the other instructor replied, laughing. Whoever the culprit is had obviously finished. The bathroom housed two cubicles adorned with biro names of who loved who and the dates they had loved each other, and was attended by an almost constant tobacco hum from illicit mid-morning smokes. It was shared equally between my arts inclusion group and Naomi and Tom's Sewing Sisters. Working in the Sewing Sisters was a privileged job. They made curtains and pillowcases for other prisons, and were more skilled and better paid than my slightly more eclectic bunch, who were, at the time, creating papier-mâché sculptures of objects they associated with home for one of our under-attended exhibitions. You also couldn't be a sewing sister if you were consistently on a behaviour report. The stack of files which arrived on the department desk at the beginning of each activity session for instructors to write up any unruly performances of the person to which the file pertained, was almost always passed on to my classroom rather than Tom's. This meant, of course, that any department complaints were also usually directed towards us. Do we even need to call? I asked. If the tools have all been counted back in, I'm not sure that counts as a security risk, does it? Naomi frowned. It would have done if someone had cut their wrists rather than their bush. She made a good point. I returned to my workshop, hoping to discreetly call security after it had finished. But news had quickly spread. Did you find out whose the pubes were? Jean asked loudly, leaning on a desk. Clearly, the group's speculation around the incident had meant that work had ground to a halt on the paper pulp police van being constructed on the formica table. They'd gathered around it, displacing an in-progress cotton wool Big Mac while they were at it. Jean continued. I reckon it was someone from next door. Just because they're posh, it doesn't mean they're not filthy. The class nodded and whooped in agreement. And, if it was one of us, we'd have just come out with it, she continued, as though providing conclusive proof to her theory. I reckon Amy, someone else chimed in, referring to a small tanned girl whose neat eyebrows gave them cause for suspicion. The Polish lasses, keep it tidy. Okay, I interrupted. Can we not generalise about the Polish? Even if we mean it nicely, more importantly, you've only got three more days to finish your artworks. So let's move on to a different topic, please. I'm not using these if they've been round Amy's muff, Jean said. 
handing me her pair of red-handled scissors etched with their security number. Fine, if you all stop mentioning Amy and pass in your scissors, I'll wash them over lunch, and for goodness sake, don't be tempted to give yourself a copycat trim. I realised don't trim your pubes isn't in the rules list, but ideally it shouldn't have to be.